Everybody in the recovery community tells me I have to pray. But prayer, is it really practical? Is it something that's going to change the way I live? This is Beth Wee in the Koinonia Kitchen with Lee Kimball. How are you today, Lee? I'm well, Beth. Good morning. I thought we'd talk about the benefits of prayer in recovery. Are you up for it? Great topic. You know, daily prayer starts for most people that embrace the 12 steps immediately. You know, a sponsor or a friend tells you to roll out of bed onto your knees or before you go to bed at night, say, get on your knees and say thank you. Uh, say please in the morning and thank you at night. These are all different things I've heard people say. Is that true for you? Have you heard people in 12-step talk about prayer? Oh, absolutely, and it's an, an important part. And the one thing that... I hear, and in my own life's experience, it's not what many people will, th it's not. Now I lay me down to sleep, I pray the Lord my soul to keep. <laughs> yeah, I like that. And, and again, it's I have friends that take great comfort in prayers they have from their religions, and I have other friends where it's just basically a chat, a conversation with their God as they understand him. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's connecting. It's whatever feels right for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, sometimes prayer is given a bad name because it sounds rote. Like say this, say this prayer every day. Um, there's, there's in the, uh, in the book Alcoholics Anonymous, they call it the big book for people that are recovering from alcoholism. And I think drug addiction uses that same book, but basically in their book, they have prayers in three of the steps. They have a third step prayer, they have a seventh step prayer, and they have an eleventh step prayer. Now the third step prayer and the seventh step prayer were written specifically for where that person is as they are going through the steps. The eleventh step prayer, however, was written by a different man. Uh, St. Francis wrote the prayer. And it's more about how to go on and live the principles of the 12 steps in your daily life. You know, make me an instrument of your peace where there is hatred, let me sow love, that kind of thing. It's more um, ethereal, more this is what I want to be for the rest of my life. What do you think about those kind of prayers? The third step prayer, the seventh step prayer, the eleventh step prayer. Are they things that you've suggested to people to use? Absolutely. And many, many, many years ago, I had a good friend and uh, he was recovering from, from his, his demons, if you will. And he said for, at the time, I think it was 20 years on a daily basis, he had said a third step, seven step, and 11 step prayer. Oh, he used all three of them. And, and, and it had been working for him. The when you get to the 11th step prayer and whatever the particular um, thing you're using these steps for, the step is sought through prayer meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him. Okay. And now prayer, I'll never forget. I once heard that somebody used an example to me when I met my wife 
and I wanted to build a relationship with her, what did I do? The answer was, I spent time with her, okay? If I want to build a relationship with a higher, higher power. power, you know, how am I going to do that? And, it, and everything in the 12-step program is telling me that that relationship is going to be critical. Mm-hmm. I'm going to spend time with my higher power. How do I do that? I do that in prayer. And whether it is a Lord's Prayer, like I know they say at some meetings, or whether it is me, me saying, you know, hey, God, how are you? Thanks for a great day. Yeah. I think that prayer changes as you grow in your program. So whatever you're working your program for, whether it's substance or behavior, as you learn better ways, as you make better choices, as you live into those 12 steps, your prayer life will change. I I remember uh, with the relationship using that because connection is done often through communication. Mm -hmm. And so uh, when you think about a couple at, that are first married, they they speak to each other. They're a little bit timid sometimes to say what they need or to say what they want or to say when they're upset. Um, but by the time they're married 50 or 60 years, the guy grunts and she jumps up and gets him a glass of water. She knows just what that grunt means, you know. <laughs> or he grunts and she says, get your own water. <laughs> yeah, that's right, you know. But they have their communication changes as a relationship grows. And I love that you pointed that out, Lee, because that's really important about your person. The, the most important thing is to just start. Just start however it is comfortable for you. Um, just start to pray. And... I think that like in all communication, honesty is the best policy when it comes to prayer. (laughs) Who (laughs) who are you lying to? (laughs) So um, when you're angry, you know, if if I'm driving down the street and I'm yelling in my car and there's no one else in the car, I'm talking to God. (laughs) That's just the way it goes for me because I have a real relationship with God and therefore if I'm angry, I tell him I'm angry. I, if I'm happy, I tell him I'm happy. If I'm, if I'm, uh, if I'm freaked out, I tell him I'm freaked out. I, I, as I learn to understand my emotions, I share them with my higher power. I'm glad you mentioned that, Beth, because you and I have worked together for many, many years. And at one point, there was the discussion of being angry with your higher power, and I can remember decisively and and assuredly I had never gotten mad at my higher power and then oh my goodness it's probably 10 years ago I had I was just facing something and I was just challenged and I was praying for solution and just praying and and it just it was just a terrible time in my life and it seemed the answers weren't coming Mm -hmm. and I'll never forget, for the first time in my life, I got on my knees and I said, what the, <laughs> you know, you know and, and I expressed anger and, and I kind of yelled. And you know what? It was okay. Yeah. It, was my, it was the first time I had ever done it. But I mean, this is a relationship. It's a loving relationship. It's, it's an honest relationship. It's an honest relationship. So... 
and, it was okay. That's the point I'm trying to make. Yeah, it is. There's, there's going to be times. I, you know, a, a good way to think about it is um, a tree that's planted on a river, mm. you know, and it bears fruit in season. And that's kind of like your relationship with your higher power. There, to bear fruit, to have a tree that grows fruit, it's got to go through winter where it has nothing. Mm. But the roots are near the river, and it's always being fed. So the, 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 the living water, the faith, the, 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 the belief is coming up into the tree, even though it might look like it's not doing anything. <laughs> it's losing its leaves. It's, it's, you know, and then it's going to have beautiful time of flowers before it has fruit. It's going to have, it's, it's going to go through its seasons, and the fruit will feed many people. That's what prayer does. Prayer is just that daily dipping and dipping your roots into the water and knowing that no matter what's happening during the day, you're not alone. There, you're in the cosmos, there is something that is hearing you. You're, you're not alone in your thoughts and in your speech. And that example I just gave, I have to, I have to say that, and, and I'm not saying as a result of that day when I got upset and yelled at, but that came to pass. It came to pass, and on the other side, as always, I got the understanding on the other side. And new lessons were learned, and, and new experience was, was, was gained. You know, to be a disciple of someone means that you want to emulate them. Now, whatever you imagine your higher power to be, I hope it's good. And I hope it, it brings you to higher footing, to living your best self. And if so, if you're a disciple to that higher power, you need the discipline. Disciples practice discipline, same kind of root word. It's a daily thing. One day at a time, connect with your higher power. Last thoughts on prayer, Lee? You had mentioned rote. I'll find sometimes my prayers will start feeling rote, and that's me. That's when it's time for me to change it up and remember that I'm engaging in a conversation. Right. It's, it's not a And that form. might be the winter. That might be the season of winter when the yeah. prayers are rote, but at least do them. Do them even if they feel rote, and then add, and God help this feel more like a relationship. And if nothing else, there's always please and thank you. Thanks, everybody. Prayer. Benefits for recovery? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's time to take addiction out of the shadows and shine the encouraging light of recovery on everyone affected. Good Seed Podcast is powered by BethWE.com, a nonprofit ministry based in Vero Beach, Florida. We'll start the uncomfortable conversations that turn despair into hope and complacency into action. Connect, communicate, and thrive with us. Check us out online at BethWE.com. Thanks for tuning in. We'll talk again soon.